Right now, there is a lot to consider when selling a home. Home equity is high, housing inventory is down, and interest rates are at an all-time low. But will the uncertainty of current world news drag down the home market? You need answers, and that's why you should call the area's real estate authorities. Sarah and Debbie Reynolds, the Reynolds team with Keller Williams Realty. Just one five-minute call with the Reynolds team will empower you to learn and get options on what will work best for your situation. The Reynolds team have a proven and trusted track record spanning 30 years. Yes, the Wall Street Journal named Sarah and Debbie one of the top real estate teams in the country. Yes, they get their sellers top dollar. And yes, the Reynolds team will guarantee to sell your home at list price, or they'll pay the difference. Don't risk losing your home's equity. Get your questions answered by real estate experts. The Reynolds team at 800-930-1197. 800-930-1197 and online at DebbieHasTheBuyers.com. All right, guys, it's your special episode, a little early, not your normal Friday. You thought we were going to be talking about the songs you need to add to your playlist for this 4th of July? No. We scratched it. We're talking Taylor. Here we go. Fresh. New. Music. Now. And Connor. Hey, Connor. Hey, Beata. I am. Um, oh, I my God. <laughs> I am overcome. <laughs> <laughs> the amount I of drama not. is just. This is amazing. Sending my cortisol through the, through the roof. I, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, let's talk because I have a complete view on this. And just so we're all. I'm just going to start this off with mm-hmm. I'm Team Taylor. Per, okay. Team so Taylor. immediately when, so when pop culture things like this happen, my literally, I'm not even joking. My first thought is what is Beata's take on this? Honestly, <laughs> like I, this was all going down on Twitter and I was like, I need to talk to Beata and see what she thinks just because my favorite part of this podcast is how, uh, I, I mean, I can get your view and the listeners can get your view just being a music insider and, and working at Kiss FM, um, and in this industry and being in the industry for and 20 being, years. Yes. Like your perspective is invaluable. So I have so many questions. All right, Sh- let's go. Should we kind let, of let, break okay, down what happened? Yeah. Let's recap. So for the people that don't know, let, let's pretend so and if you know sorry just it's a couple minutes connor would you like to give the timeline and exactly what happened and maybe yes. read the taylor quote do you have the taylor quote to read of course i have okay the great. I've ever... let's go so i'm um, starting off this goes all the way back to november 2018 um taylor had just released reputation and ended her contract requirement with big machine records owned by scott borchetta borchetta yep. borchetta um so we know she's either going to resign or not resign. News comes out, she signs with Republic Records, leaving. Now, I will say, so everybody is aware, Big Machine was worked through Republic Records. Okay. They were a sub-label underneath of Republic Records. So the team that's actually working Taylor is still the same promo team and the same radio team, especially for the Top 40 side. It's just she's no longer under the smaller umbrella of Big Machine. She's now just under Republic Records. Got it. Um, fast forward to... Last week, <laughs> news came out that Scott Borchetta mm-hmm. had sold Big Machine to Scooter Braun for like $300 million, some like crazy big deal, which included Taylor Swift's um, uh, masters for her first five albums. Mm-hmm. Taylor went on Tumblr, which um, Taylor's platform of choice is Tumblr. That's how she talks to her fans. She posts a lot of her messages there. She's not really um, – she's on IG and Twitter, but all of her in-depth things go on Tumblr. Um, and I'll, let me read the message. Okay, here we go. So this was accompanied by a screenshot of Justin Bieber – uh, on an Instagram post, FaceTiming with Scooter Braun and Kanye West when that whole situation went down with the uh, Kim Kardashian right. Snapchat gate. This is what she said. For years, I asked, pleaded for a chance to own my work. Instead, I was given an opportunity to sign back up to Big Machine Records and earn one album back at a time, one for every new one I turned in. I walked away because I knew once I signed that contract, Scott Borchetta would sell the label, thereby selling me and my future. 
I had to make the choice to leave behind my past. Music I wrote on my bedroom floor and videos I dreamed up and paid for from the money I earned playing in bars, clubs, arenas, and stadiums. Um, fast forward through a little bit uh, just to get to the meat. She says, when I left my masters in Scott's hands, I'm, I made peace with the fact that eventually he would sell them. Never in my worst nightmares did I imagine the buyer would be Scooter. Anytime Scott has heard the word Scooter Braun escape my lips, it was when I was crying or trying not to. Thankfully, I'm now signed to a label that believes I should own anything I create. Fast forward, I will always be proud of my work, but for a healthier option, Lover will be out on August 23rd. So that pretty so much says her position. Right. And after that, I mean, people were going back, back and forth on social media. Um, do I'm going to break down whose team who? Not whose team's who yet. Um, do you have what Scott wrote back? I do have what Scott wrote back. It was that was pretty lengthy, but basically he posted um, a screenshot of one portion of the contract that he was offering to Taylor, right? Um, which which laid out the opportunity for her to buy back her masters and right, right. that whole situation. Um, but he also said that she was lying because he claimed her father knew of the deal that was happening with Scooter, and she knew because she was saying she found out when everyone else found out. Um, but actually, do I know something? Some Swifty thing they found out. Uh -huh. Taylor is alleged. Taylor is allegedly in London, so there's a time difference. So when uh, Scott texted Taylor, giving her the news that he was selling everything to Scooter, it was a certain time in England. And when she would have woken up, that would have been morning, our time. So there is no like she knew beforehand. She didn't know. Right. Essentially, she did find out when we all found out. I I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, so then it gets crazy. So mm -hmm. for everybody, so Taylor comes out with that. Then people start to blast Scooter and they hate Scooter. That's a whole different story. And then Scooter comes out and then his wife comes out and is defending Scooter. And then all these people, it's back and forth. Who's defending who? Taylor's a crybaby, whatever else. No, she's not. Here's the basics. I'm, I'm just going to break it down. Okay. Su super, super simple. All Taylor was saying in her main point was, he never gave her the chance to buy her masters. What he did is Borchetta tried to hold her masters over her head to force her into signing an additional contract with him. She did her five years. She signed. and Or no, sorry, not five years. Her five albums. She did her five albums or whatever it was. She knocked them out. Her contract was over. She then contractually could leave Big Machine. She wasn't happy at Big Machine. She wanted to leave. And she was leaving. so And she wanted her masters. She wanted to buy them. Scott, instead of selling her masters to her or even offering her the opportunity to buy Big Machine, which he didn't, he said, hey, if you stay, because he knows if she stays, it's worth more money with her part of the label. And he's going to take a significant loss with Taylor not being part of Big Machine. He tried to hold almost like ransom. Like, hey, I'll give you one for one, but you have to stay with me for another five years. So for every one of those five albums you want back, you have to stay with me for five more albums. That's fucked up. How messed up is that? Yeah. And then, so so you, he put that out himself that, hey, I offered. No, no, you didn't offer to let her buy her albums back. You offered to blackmail. No, I wouldn't say blackmail is not the right word. You offered to force her into a contract with you that she didn't want to be in to get her master's back. You tried to be shady and Oh, it just makes me so mad. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. tried to pull something to make her stay. And she said, no, she's like, you know what? I'm leaving. This isn't a good place for me. I don't want to be here. It's not great for my career. And I understand that I'm losing. I'm going to lose these masters, 
mm-hmm. which sucks. Like, cause you know, I'm not go- cause that's the only offer he gave her is she could only get her masters back if she stayed, not if she paid money for him, if she stayed. And she's like, you know what? It's better for my career to leave. So, so she left mm. and then he went and Scott knew how much she disliked Scooter. He didn't go to her and say, hey, now that you've left Big Machine, do you want to buy Big Machine back for $300 million? He didn't offer it to her. Which she could have. She could have. Yeah. He didn't offer her to be able to buy her master's. He didn't go to her. As an F-U to her, he went to the one person that she knew that would absolutely be a knife in the back to buy the master's. And he specifically went to Scooter because he knew Scooter, it would literally break her heart to know that Scooter is owning her masters because they have such a, you know, horrendous relationship from all the stuff that's happened before. Mm-hmm. And so he went and he sold. And I'm not, to be honest, I'm not talking shit on Scooter. I don't think he did it on purpose. I, I put all of it on Scott. Scott went to Scooter and said, hey, do you want to buy a big machine with all the Taylor masters? If I had $300 million, you better believe I would buy them. Yeah. So as a smart businessman, Scooter purchased the masters. And the label or whatever whatever was in the deal. Which I, I'm not going to fault Scooter for that. And, you know, if you had the option, great. What I do fault Scooter for is making that shitty comment on Twitter. Being something like, I bought Taylor. Yeah. And then deleted it. Because you know when you delete something, it was wrong. Mm-hmm. So don't say that it wasn't wrong. Because if it wasn't wrong, you wouldn't have deleted it. And also you know that uh, the Swifties will screenshot it. Right. And um, call you out. Right. But that's the thing. So don't don't post something and then delete it because, you know, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you were wrong because you deleted it. However, back to. So if he wants to be a dick and be, oh, I had to butt Taylor. That's him just being him. And he said some effed up stuff or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now he owns her masters. I don't think he went to Borchetta and was like, hey, let me buy her masters. Like, I don't think he did some shady, shady stuff in the back. How some people are really pulling it. Yeah. I think he I think Scott. I think Scott, if I had a guess, Taylor left, Scott was pissed. So he was like, how can I hurt her the most? Oh, I'm going to sell the company and her masters to Scooter. And that's where it came from. So, And then I think it just hurt her more. So then she was even more emotional in her thing, like how did, like the one person. But again, it, it all goes back to Scott. If he was a good and upstanding guy and he was going to get out of the business or whatever he was doing and he's going to sell big, you know, hey, Taylor, do you want to stay? I'll give you one for one. And she says, no, I'm leaving. I don't want to be here anymore. So instead of, you know, just letting her go and then him running his label, if you want to get out, why didn't you offer it to her? She could have bought it, but you didn't. You wanted to be a dick. So what you did is then you reached out to the one person that you know would it would hurt her the most and you sold it to that person. So I put it all on Scott and him being a dick. Totally. I Um, think it's messed up. So for people that wouldn't know, um, so Taylor, actually, she still owns her publishing, so, but she doesn't own the masters. Right. What is the difference between owning your masters and owning publishing? And what is she missing out here? Um, publish, it just depends on how you get the money breaks down on mm-hmm. certain things. Um, it, it's a percentage. Let me look it up. I'll, I'll look it up. While you ask me the next question, let me look up the, the exact answer for that because I don't want to get that one completely wrong. Sure. I know it's, it's really tricky because there are all these technical terms in how music payment breaks down. There's, you know, if you have like a writing credit, if you have publishing and then... Sorry, I'm getting calls. <laughs> this is a hot button issue. Um, so people are, a lot of Taylor Swift fans are confused on what exactly she is missing out on by not owning her masters, um, right now. Okay. Um, okay. So the term term is publishing refers to the rights in musical composition, words or music. The masters is the sound recording. 
So masters is the actual like single itself. Got it. So if uh, one theory and suggestion people are putting out online, which I don't know how plausible this is, they're saying that Taylor could, because she owns the song, like uh, like the composition words and music, she could just go and re-record all of her those past five albums. JoJo's done that, the Too Little Too Late JoJo. Right, right. Um, and it worked out for her, but five albums worth of songs re-recording seems a pretty big undertaking. She could, but then he still owns certain parts. It, yeah, it's messy. It's messy, and she, again, it's it's realistically, I don't think it's it's a big deal, but because she does own portion, mm-hmm. because there is that the difference between the publishing and the masters, and she does own the publishing, at least she can still get money coming in from those past songs, yeah. and she can use them as she wants, uh, performing them and all that stuff as well. Like he can't stop her from performing them or doing because sometimes if they can charge you money to. Oh gosh, I can only imagine. Yeah, if you're so, publishing too. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, I I went through online and I, I kind of boiled down the anti-Taylor arguments to three main points. Mm-hmm. So I just want to, for the record, I'm Team Taylor as well. I agree with everything that you said. But I want to throw these out to you and just kind of get your genera- general response. So the first question, or the first argument is that she is playing the victim. She's gotten a lot of criticism in her career for whenever there's a few type situation, she'll play the victim and, and play that card. Um, because she brought up the Kim situation, the Kanye situation, um, and everything with Justin Bieber. What is your response to her playing the victim and trying to win sympathy in that way? I don't think she's trying to win sympathy. I think she's a girl that's hurt. I I, I really think that this is her work. Think of your life's work. Think of if you know she's a musician, this is her life's work. This is everything she's put behind. Think of how much work she's done to get to the point where she is in her career. This is every every piece of her is into everything that she's put together, right? And she's upset because she didn't get the choice she didn't get the opportunity to purchase her masters she only got the opportunity to be held at her label for an additional five albums to get them that was the only way so they were trying to force her to stay in a deal or force her to re-sign a contract that she didn't want to be in so think how that would make you feel if you were being forced to stay at a job you didn't want to be at or you were forced to be in a relationship with somebody that you didn't want to be with yeah. Like, how would that make you feel? Like, it, it, if it is a negative and it's a bad situation for you and they are mm-hmm. trying to force you and hold something over your head to make you stay, I mean, it it's horrible. Totally. So she's going through that, number one. And then, two, then the person that buys the stuff that she wasn't able to purchase, the her masters, the things she wasn't able to purchase, the person who knew it was going to hurt her the most to sell it to Scooter, sold it to Scooter. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, now it's sold to your worst enemy. So not only were you in a bad relationship, in a bad situation, you wanted everything that you could to get out because it wasn't good for you. It wasn't healthy for you, right? So let's let's put it in dating, right? You're dating somebody. You're in a really bad mm-hmm. situation. It's horrible. You need to get out. You finally get out of that relationship, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of your stuff that you own in the apartment or all of your stuff that you own or all your money or whatever goes to your ex-boy or your ex mm-hmm. that you were in that bad relationship with. Horrible. Right, you, you know what I'm saying? Or that yeah. ex then gives your stuff to somebody else who you who mm-hmm. was their supporter or did like how does that make you feel? It just makes you feel like ah, like you yeah. can't win. Like I just got out of a bad relationship and it just got worse. Totally. So and the fact she went on the tirade about the scooter and the the Kanye stuff and all that, it just dredged up old memories. It just because her stuff got sold to that one person that mm-hmm. she associates with all that bad stuff that came to her, it she was Think of how when you're emotional and you're just sitting there and you're really hurt and you're like, oh, my God, all this stuff just 
all my life's work so far just went to this person who's tied into all these moments that were some of my lowest points of my life. And you kind of forget or didn't even know that Scooter Braun was a player in he all of this. He was a player in all of it. Exactly. Like, because you, when you think it. of Taylor Swift feuds, you think, okay, Kanye West tailing, taking the mic from her at that award show. You think Kanye making the music video. You think Kanye or um, uh, and Taylor. Scooter is tied to every one of them. And Justin Bieber, now he's t she's she had a, a very public, um, not great relationship with Demi Lovato. And now there's that connection that she just signed with Scooter. Yep. It seems that Scooter is kind of leading the opposition with all of these people that have Right. So again, like, so saying you're in high school and you're, you're again, you're in a bad situation, you're getting yeah. bullied, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, you're just, you're not happy or whatever. And then all of a sudden your bully mm -hmm. gets control of everything. Like all of a sudden the bully is now like you're on the football team. Now the bully is the captain of the football team and the bully, like all, like you're mm -hmm. just like, what, what is happening to my life right now? Like, how did, how did I go from one situation where I wanted mm -hmm. to get out of and I'm out finally. And how did it go from like, Oh, thank God I'm out to it's even worse. Totally. But again, I'm going to go back and I am going to defend Scooter on this is, again, I don't know the back of what happened mm. or whatever else, but I'm just saying how she, it, it comes across how she feels yeah. that Scooter treated her, how Scooter was tied into these people. I don't think Scooter sought out. Uh, Borchetta was like, let me buy Taylor's Masters because I want to. I think Borchetta, I think it was opposite. So I think Scooter just got, again, I don't know. Yeah. Just my opinion. I think Borchetta, if I was a guessing woman, to say screw you to Taylor, offered it to Scooter. And Scooter, being a smart businessman, was like, how am I going to turn down Taylor Masters? I'm not turning down Taylor. To be yeah. able to own Masters, I mean, that's money for years to come, right? Yeah. That's just endless money, especially when it's hits. Of course he's going to take it. And if you have that $300 million, so it's like I can't get mad at Scooter. So mm -hmm. it's like, I can't be like, oh, he came out and he did it on purpose. I, I think it was Borchetta that approached Scooter and Scooter was just being a businessman saying like, um, how do I, how do I pass on this? Got it. Um, so the second anti-Taylor argument was in her initial uh, message on Tumblr, she called out Scooter for bullying her in the past. But in posting that, she had to have known that her fans would go and bully and harass Scooter and Scott on their social media at that point in time. So how people are saying, calling out the double standard of how can she claim that she was a victim of bullying but yet at the same time facilitate the bullying of scooter and scott i've got a question for you yeah why is it not okay to call out a bully thank you that's all i'm asking thank you if you're being bullied why is it not okay to call out the fact you're being bullied totally that is th i that is exactly my argument and i got in a huge fight with not a huge fight because i don't have any stake in this but me and a friend over the weekend he is team he's just a, a taylor cynic and everything that she does he's just takes crap on right um but i am not a taylor cynic and that was my argument like what at what point does you know um just airing out the fact you're being bullied become why, why how is that being viewed as bullying if she uses tumblr to have honest conversations with her fans yeah why can't she have an honest conversation and let people know how she felt and she felt that she was bullied totally why is that not okay Absolutely. That's, that's all i have to say why is it not okay why do we, why do we have to protect the bully because now the bully's going to get bullied well, maybe you should have been nice in the first place. Um, and the third anti-Taylor argument was, now that Scooter is the rightful owner of her masters, why couldn't she have contacted him on the low and tried to broker another deal where she could purchase her masters back from him? She could have. Mm -hmm. However, she chose not to, and that's her prerogative. Right. She chose not to. However, how do you know that he would even have that conversation with her? Because yeah. you don't know their relationship. And mm -hmm. if they have, if they have a bad relationship, 
which is what it seems like. Again, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but just based on everything I've seen or whatever else, if it seems like they don't have a good relationship and they don't have, and they don't like each other, why would I sell it back to you? I just bought it. For, I just, why am I going to ruin my investment? I just mm-hmm. bought this label with the masters to own all the masters for $300 million. This is my investment. Like you're going to have to come for it with a lot more money. Cause this as a businessman, this is my investment. So totally. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think it's, I realistically, I think it is the masters that she doesn't get to own her masters and that's sad, but I truly just from everything that I've read from her statements is I think she's truly hurt. Like I think that again, just my thought, but just from reading her statements and just kind of knowing how everything goes is she was a young girl. She signed a deal, which I'm not against having them own masters when you're mm-hmm. a fledgling artist and you know, they have to put so much money to develop you, which we can get into that whole thing in a minute. Yeah. But when she was she was in a situation that it wasn't healthy for her, she wasn't happy, she wanted to get out. At that point, her co- she fulfills her contract. It's time for her to leave. She wants her master's to try to force her to stay in a bad relationship, in a bad situation. They try to offer her, hey, one for one. So for every new album that you give us we'll give you one of yours back they tried to force her to stay in a bad situation and she was a strong enough woman to be like you know what i don't want to stay here it's not good enough for me i know it's better for myself and my career for me to leave Mm -hmm. and so she left her masters behind knowing that she's leaving her masters behind but she was going on and doing better and as an f you somebody went and sold her masters to the one person that it seems very vengeful, 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 whatever you say, you say yeah. that word, um, to then go and as an FU to her, be like, okay, great, I'm going to sell it to the one person that will, it will get completely get under your skin. And that's what happened. And so it's this poor girl, it's like she gets out of a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. She knows she's leaving behind, you know, something that means is so dear to her. And she's like, you know what, I, I got to do it, what's best for me. And then that person that is spiteful and whatever else turns around and sells it to the one person that will literally break her heart on purpose. So can you explain that type of deal that she signed when she was 15 and, and, and why the label does that um, and how that all works? Um, it's a security for the label because mm-hmm. to sign to a major label and to get true radio promotion and to really get your single worked to uh, radio, TV publishing, like all that stuff, it costs a lot of money. And mm-hmm. so the label has to front all that stuff. So, I mean, a lot of these artists come in and yeah, she's a great songwriter, but I got to put you in studios. I got to put you in with producers. I have to put you in with musicians. And then after that's all done, then we've got to, you know, maybe I got to put you in with some extra writers and we have to work on it. And then we have A&R and then we're scouting stuff. And then I have to pay for your videos. And then we have to do media training. And then I've got to put you on the road and you have to cover the entire country and visit, you know, hundreds of radio stations and go to the Spotify's and the Pandora's and the, the Beats ones throughout the country. And then you've got to cut, you know, go good, do good morning America and pay for those performances. Who pays for those performance? You know, a lot of those labels yeah. pay for the backline and all that stuff for those performances. And then who's paying for the media, t- the radio teams that's working your record and the promo teams. So are and artists it's a obligated lot of money? Are artists obligated to pay all that back for that their specific project? So say like I'm Taylor Swift and I'm 15, I sign this record label and Big Machine brings her on a country radio tour around the country. She does radio shows. She takes flights. She needs, like you said, backline. At the end of that run, is she having to pay all that herself? 
usually it comes out of again all everybody's deals a little bit different yeah. and there's like these new deals that are 360s now which those are completely different um that if they don't want to sign over masters there's like again mm-hmm. a 360 deal uh, what is i've heard that a lot can you i'll, I'll get that? into 360 okay. in a second um so this stuff it, it's it's normal because mm-hmm. um again with these there, there's just so much money behind all this stuff but then also when you're album gets sold and you start selling singles or streaming now you get money for streaming mm-hmm. the label what they do is they recoup a lot some of this money back so for mm-hmm. like promo and like when i worked for the record label if i was on the road say with usher right mm-hmm. i'm on the road with usher and i'm staying in hotel and i'm me as the promo person i'm taking him to radio or i'm covering one mm-hmm. of his shows and i'm riding around I, when i would submit my expenses i would have to put which artist i was with which artist i was assigned so then that would get assigned to you know the usher you know budget or whatever mm-hmm. so then later on when the main label when the label itself at the end of the year was doing everything and like how much money came in for what mm-hmm. that's where you know the, the label would kind of recoup their money got it um but a lot of people say that the way that they do that some artists say that they will never see money from a label from album sales or they see very little because the label has to re- starts to recoup all that money first so they would rely on like touring or something mm-hmm. got it so then what happens is then the label owns the masters. So then it's almost like a break even or a zero. So the artist pretty much pays for their basic stuff. They own the masters and then artists make their big, big money on touring and merch. That's where the big money is for artists is touring and merch. Got it. So now wow. a 360 deal yes. is the label gets a cut of everything, including merch, touring, because that's, Mm-hmm. But it's a, an easier deal across the board. So it's like either they share the masters or the artist owns their masters. But it's a it's an even. They get like 10% or 20% of everything they get. So the label doesn't take all the sales of mm-hmm. the singles or all the streaming. They get a portion. But they get a portion of merch and they get a portion of ticket sales. And they get a, por- they get a little portion of everything. So, so here's my question. So say I'm a new artist and I just signed a 360 deal to mm-hmm. a label. Mm-hmm. Say whatever label. Um, and I have a considerable fan base. I'm about to go on my very first tour and mm-hmm. I like shows are selling. It's fine. It's like, nor- I'm selling merch, whatever. Um, but up until that point, I've, like you said, my label has spent money sending promo people around with me, hotels, flights, all that stuff. So say like I go on this tour and I make tons of money, but it doesn't, it's still a lesser amount of money than the label has spent on me. Do I see anything? Or do I still get a percentage and the label just gets their percentage? They get the label just gets their percentage. So you're so like saying you make a million dollars on merch, they get their two hundred thousand. Got it. But you still get the eight hundred thousand. You still get your eight hundred thousand. So they Got just it. get a percentage of everything. Got it. But so what a lot of like for Taylor, for example, she was nobody yeah. when she got signed. So that's how these like these kids that usually end up signing over their masters and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're nobodies. They need artist development. They like they need all this stuff because again these labels are putting a lot of money and investing a lot of time into these young artists and some pan out and some don't. So it's like, it's almost like a, it ends up kind of like in the wash at the end of the day, like some work, some don't. Um, but like an artist, for example, let's take the weekend. Okay. The weekend when he signed to Republic, he was a huge touring artist. I mean, I think he sold like right when he got signed, he had gone up for the, the bowl here. Yeah. And I think he sold, yeah, he was internet, big college. He started in Canada, big college, uh, touring was huge. He sold out the Hollywood Bowl, I think, two nights in a row. Like That's before he even had a record on the radio. So an artist like that, they're not going to sign 
a deal where he's signing over his masters because mm-hmm. he's like i'm proven i'm touring i'm doing all this stuff so let's sign our deal so for like that the label will be like okay i'm gonna give you an x amount signing bonus and we'll just take we'll take a split on they'll take money off of sales and streaming or whatever else and then that's where the label recoups their money is sales and streaming and they like the weekend wouldn't sign a 360 deal because he's mm-hmm. like I'm already making millions. Why am I going to give you part of my millions? Got so it. you're not touching my st- streaming and tour. You're not touching that stuff. So you can only get in on the sales of the singles and all that stuff. So my next question to you would be, this seems like a very typical storyline in artists like Taylor Swift and like the Beatles and Michael Jackson. I know they've also had mm-hmm. issues with this where they've come to a certain point in their career where they're very well established, but they don't own their masters. They don't have ownership over you know the songs that they personally created because of whatever situation they've signed with their label. Do you think there should be any kind of legal intervention where it's like, no, no. So it's, they just have to make sure it's in their contract. I, I think they just need as an artist, I think you have to be smart enough mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, and it's, I don't think it's bad that a label owns some masters. I, I don't know if five mm-hmm. albums worth of masters is a fair deal, but again, it, it's something that they signed. Um, each label's different. Every everybody negotiates differently. There's tons of lawyers out there to help people, you know, make their their mm-hmm. deals. But labels need to make money because exactly. these massive labels, even though they're the man and everything else, they're important. And without one of these massive labels, like they, a massive label has everything you need. They mm-hmm. have their TV team that can get you on Good Morning America and Kimmel and Corden and like all these shows. They're, they can get you on radio stations from L.A. to New York. They can get you, you know, press and magazines and they can get you syncs and commercials and movies. You can't do that stuff on your own. So there's there's something to be said for the give and take on that. Mm-hmm. And if you're a young, fledgling little artist that doesn't have anything, you don't have socials, you don't have the music yet, you don't have any of these things and you have nothing to offer and they just see raw talent in you, mm-hmm. you have to give something up for them to invest that much money in you. Yeah, I was thinking about it. And I mean, Taylor, I'm assuming she has no, I mean, I don't know. She doesn't, she doesn't owe the label anything right? in terms of like she's, they've recouped everything that they need to oh, recoup from her. Yeah. Um, so like I was thinking like what could be a way to prevent this? And I guess I don't think it's there's a way to be honest. It's just the person she's dealing with was shady because yeah. if because think to them, he's probably looking at it like you're leaving me and he's the biggest artist on that label leaving mm-hmm. him. Arguably the planet. Right. Yeah. Like leaving his little label, his smaller label. So it's like, all right, this is done. You know, like, oh, OK, great. Like, whatever. So he's probably pissy about it. Mm-hmm. Then he tries to force her to stay. She doesn't stay. So then he goes and is, you know, super vengeful and sells it to somebody she hates so mm-hmm. it's that's just that person but again taylor signing that deal in the beginning she knew it she was young nobody knew who she was you, you signed that deal you know mm-hmm. and is it messed up that he you know tried to force you to stay in to get your master's back yes is it messed up that he went and he sold it to the one person that would hurt you the most yes I, is it horrendous and uh, the most horrendous deal ever eh, i mean again some deals out there are bad Mm -hmm. but again if you're going to get into the business get a lawyer get i mean get a good lawyer and write what's best for you but no if you have nothing yet you're going to have to give something up yeah you know yeah well so like for example let's look at let's back to the taylor thing give me the list of the pros and cons because i like that one and i want to really point that out i want to point out some things to you of the people Mm -hmm. like the people that supported yeah give me the pro scooters okay so the pro scooter so these are all the people that um i've personally verified 
I've looked up likes on social media, you know, posts and all that stuff. These are the people that came out in support of Scooter and, um, I guess, by default, uh, anti-Taylor. Right. So Now, again, I will say, I don't fault Scooter. Mm-hmm. I'm not faulting him at all. He had the opportunity to buy Taylor Swift Masters. He, I, if I had $300 million, <laughs> I would buy the Taylor Swift Masters. You'll let, make your let, money back. Let, let's just be clear. Mm-hmm. If I had the money, I would buy the Taylor Swift Masters. So I, I think he had the opportunity to buy Masters mm-hmm. of a super success, uber successful megastar artist, and he bought them. I, I cannot fault him for that. Got it. Um, so these are the people. We're starting off with Justin Bieber, Haley Baldwin Bieber. Uh, the Biebers work with Scooter. Next. See ya believe she's somehow tied to scooter but i'm not sure on that one um yeah she posted this tweet saying that she believes scooter Braun is a good person at heart and people came for her on like people were dragging her people were posting up past controversies with her where she was in blackface like all this crazy stuff um uh yeah so sia had a very rough day yesterday on twitter uh casey musgraves don't know where that came from uh, she just hates taylor <laughs> but go on <laughs> um tori kelly Works with Scooter. Demi Lovato. Works with Scooter. Kendall Jenner. Works with Scooter. She does? He's tied oh, into that Kanye whole Kardashian. Kanye Kardashian thing. Got it, got it, got it. Skrillex? Mm, skip. I don't know about that one. Usher? Works with Scooter. Tiesto? I think he works with Scooter. Charlie Puth? That one I don't know. That's kind of random. Out of left field. Random. Um, yeah. I'm sure there are more, but those are... I went through But Instagram again, so likes. that's... If you look at it, those are your friends supporting your friend. Yeah. Like, if somebody went after you on Twitter, I'd be like, oh, man, don't don't bash connor he's such a good guy that's true but again i'm not i'm more so my take is it's messed up she was trying to get out of a deal she wanted her masters she tried to be forced to stay at a place she didn't want to be at Mm -hmm. she decided to walk away knowing she could lose her masters the person who owned her masters did not then give her a choice to purchase them with cash or purchase the label with cash she was not Mm -hmm. given that option because she could have passed on it. And then at that point, if she passed on it, she passed on it. But she wasn't given that option. He then went to a person who she didn't get along with, who she dislikes, which, who ca- you know, all kinds of people dislike people. So whatever. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad thing against Scooter. And Scooter, as a businessman, had the opportunity to buy the big machine with the Taylor mm-hmm. Masters. And as a businessman, how is he going to say no to that? Now, did he then do some shady stuff by saying I own Taylor now or whatever he did, said on Twitter mm-hmm. that then got deleted. Yes. And did he stoke the fire to get her even more upset? Yes. But as a businessman, like I, I don't know that he, other than that comment and him kind of being childish, did he do something wrong? I don't know. Yeah. M- maybe he went to, to Borchetta and tried to buy it and heard what was happening and went to him and said, Hey, I'll buy it from you. Maybe that's what he did. I don't know. Cause maybe that is. And then if he did that, that is a little shady, but again, mm-hmm. I, I, I more so put it on the the big machine side. I think it's shady that you tried to force her to stay in a contract. Mm-hmm. Or so her contract was over, so you tried to force her to sign another contract, almost like blackmail her to keep get her stuff back. Mm-hmm. And then she said no and left. And then you went and you sold it to somebody who and didn't give her the option to purchase them and sold it to somebody else. Do you want to see the pro Taylor list? Sure. All right. So Kara Delevingne. That's a bestie. Bestie. Halsey. It's a bestie. They're friends? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, they're friends. Um, Ali X, I don't know if you know her. Know. She's a, just an artist. Uh, Katy Perry. Na- new besties. <laughs> new besties. Um, Todrick Hall. Bestie besties. Yeah. He's like, he helped her make, um, he's a choreographer and artist himself. Uh, he, he worked on the, um, you need to calm down video and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff for her. Also, he used to be signed to Scooter Braun. So he has some personal kind of situation where, um, 
him and Scooter Braun don't have a great relationship. And he went on Twitter and was like, he called Scooter Braun homophobic and all this crazy oh, stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. Selena Gomez's mother, she Go mom. came out and supported. Uh, Heim, Danielle Heim from Heim. Besties. I- Iggy Azalea. Random. Just trying to jump in on the convo. Um, Sky Ferreira. Okay. Alessia Cara. Camila Cabello. Mm, I friends. do love me some little Camila. And Cher. See, there you go. Yeah. If Cher's in on your side, I mean, you're just the winner <laughs> right there. Yeah. So um, people have, you know, now that you mention it, I didn't realize, because even the question marks on this pro scooter list, I didn't realize that Usher was a part of the Scooter Braun camp mm-hmm. um, thing. But again, I, I mean, I even read Scooter's wife's post. And I, she had a couple things wrong in there, but um, for the most part, it's she's defending him like he had the option to buy. Like, why wouldn't mm-hmm. he buy? It? And it's that's true. Like, again, I don't know, but just based on kind of how it went down and the the stuff that I do know is true, um, I just think, again, like I said, and I'll say it again, she was. They tried to, Big Machine tried to force her to say to stay mm-hmm. after her contract was done. They tried to you you know use blackmail and I don't know if it's blackmail what's I don't even know what the right word is for it but tried mm-hmm. to like force her to stay or sign an additional contract to get her masters back. She decided that it wasn't a good situation from her and even knowing how much she wants her master, she decided the best thing for her career and for her was to leave that toxic relationship which she didn't want to be in anymore. She must have an amazing deal right now with Republic. I mean it's Taylor. She can go in and sign a deal. Any yeah. any massive artist that's as massive as Taylor can go in and just sign a ridiculous yeah, so deal. It, it, like operating now for her lover project, I know you said it's the same team of people, but she must just have such a sense of like I now she has this whole master situation, but just relief that, you know, the work that she's working on now will she'll hold on to. Right. You know? So and again, I I again I know they have beef with her and Scooter and they the teams hate each other and there's the whole Kanye beef and the, just stop looking at that and just look at the fact that I think all Scooter did is he bought masters to Taylor Swift because as any businessman would do, why wouldn't you buy masters? Taylor's one, masters. One thing It'd be like saying, do you not want to buy Michael Jackson masters or you don't want to buy, yeah. you know, the Beatles masters? Like what? Why? Which, yes. That is, it's crazy that this conversation, it, this is a timeless conversation like within the music industry because one of the big reasons that Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney fell out was because Michael purchased the Beatles masters right from right. under him. Yep. So it's like, this is, this is a constant thing. And you know, it's, it's something that people artists have to deal with in, in, in the industry. But one thing that kind of irked me a little bit um, with uh, all the people that are supporting Scooter, like you said, Scooter is probably not it's it's scott and taylor really the two main players in this but they're kind of misrepresenting the relationship that taylor and scooter had because everyone's repeating scooter was looking forward to being successful with you and all this stuff which i'm sure but he's they're totally denying you know their tumultuous history right which is that was weird to me but um you know moving forward i'm totally team taylor i hope this ends up working out whether she gets the opportunity to buy her masters from scooter or they come uh, he's not gonna sell to some type he's of agreement they're, worth uh, they're gonna be worth too much money so what, what do you do you think they're gonna meet at some point or like have their proxies meet what do you think i don't think so it's just gonna be that's that mm-hmm. wow and you know you you gotta you gotta give it to taylor for being this outspoken about this because but act- she's just being honest and yeah. that's the thing don't hate on her for being honest and don't oh she's the victim no she's not the she's telling you she's being open she's being honest she just went through something serious and one of the most personal things in her life and she's sharing it with her fans and for you to be like oh she wants sympathy yeah i you know what i want sympathy too yeah you know what i just got out of a really bad relationship that i they tried to force me to stay in 
and I was strong enough to say no. And then as an F you to me to try to get one last stab at me, mm -hmm. they did one other thing. So yeah, she can be mad. Yeah, Yes, be mad, girl. Be mad. Let it out. Talk about it. Work through it and move on. One thing we do know is that there's going to be some fire Taylor Swift music, hopefully inspired by this, mm -hmm. on the way. But again, I'm not, even though I, I feel, I don't feel bad, but I think that Scooter's, in Scooter's defense, him saying like, yeah, oh, I, just, I just bought them, you know, like I, I truly think he just bought the Masters. I think he was given the opportunity and if you have that money, you're not going to turn down Taylor Masters. You're, you're just not going to. So he's he hasn't said release a public statement or or posted anything as of this recording right now he's just liked and reposted comments on his instagram story do you think he's going to try to wait this out or will he say something i don't know that i don't know i think he just i think he's almost because whenever you deal with fan armies you got to be careful oh they're posting his address google earth images of his house all this crazy stuff on twitter do you know what I didn't realize you can do this, but I guess with the internet, everything's possible. People are, you can go, there's a service online where you can buy bags of like dog crap and send it to people's house. People are buying and sending bags of dog crap to his house <laughs> and posting screenshots guys. like purchase confirmed. Oh yeah. Okay. Guys, stop being bullies. Mm. Everybody, everybody, Swifties, Scooter fans, everybody stop being bullies. Don't be a bully. Go on, support, send Taylor your love. Don't purchase something that, you know, somebody might make money from. But let's not be bullies. I mean, what are, what are you, two years old? Were you, not two, fucking 12? Like, sending d dog bags of poop? Guys, come and on. really, at the end of the day. And he's got a kid. Like, come <laughs> on, guys. Like, stop. Yeah, people can. Like, who's, who's sending stuff to, is Borchetta getting stuff too? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it better not just be Scooter then. Oh, yeah. They're, um. I'm surprised, honestly, like like the Britney Spears fans ran Lou Taylor off social media. I'm surprised Scott Borchetta is still on social media at this point. He hasn't even turned the comments off on his Instagram posts. He must, At this point, he's a glutton for punishment because they're just kind of Do they're tearing Do you think he's been apart. looking at it? I mean, probably not. He, he what His last post was like the announcement of the deal with Scooter um, and the comments. Ooh. If you want to see some uh, sick burns, go to wow. Scott and Scooter's social media. Wow. And all, all right. the people, the artists that liked their posts because, yeah. Guys, everybody stop being bullies. Can everybody just stop being bullies? Stop sending dog poop. Like, come, <laughs> guys, we're, we're adults. Support your girl. Send her a love note. Give her a little, like, reinforcement. Support this new album. Support this new single. Be rah-rah. Say, you know what, girl? You got this. You're going to make five more amazing albums. Don't worry about the first five. You're, you know, you still own the publishing, even though he has the master. Like, you're good. You've got this. You're a republic. It's a new time. Why don't you be rah-rah? Why don't you support her? Give her love. Let's, let's not hate. Let's not be negative. Because you know what negativity does? It just brings back more negativity. And it just makes those people that were being mean even more negative and more vengeful. And it, it just, it, it's a bad cycle. So everybody stop being mean. Everybody hug everybody. I mean, Swifties hug Swifties. Leave Scooter. You know what I'm saying? Make your comments. But again, stop with sending. Like, really? Are you sending? Really? You're sending dog poop to the house? I will say. You said you did. You send dog poop. I did not send dog poop, but I did laugh. And I did. I may have retweeted on my private Twitter account. I mean, it's funny. But guys, <laughs> like, guys, let's not be bullies. Yeah. Let's it's, not be bullies. I mean, I think 
anything with Taylor is a national conversation. And there are a lot of lessons to be learned from this from a business perspective in music. Of course, there's, you know, that whole situation. There's, um, you know, what is bullying, what is not bullying, calling right. out bullies. Um, what's the, the right way to kind of handle this on social media? There's a lot of lessons to be learned here. And um, I'm, I'm hoping and also to mm-hmm. sit back and look at a situation all the way. Yes. Like read through it. And, and read it and sit back and put yourself in that both uh, both situations objectively put your, objectively yeah. put yourself in Scooter's position put yourself in Scott's position put yourself in Taylor's position and then make the assessment because that's all I did like I mean I also know the industry pretty well but I just sat back I'm like all, all Taylor's doing is she is a, a hurt girl right now that was got out of a bad relationship and then was mm-hmm. then hurt by the person she got out of the bad relationship with yeah and that's it and then Scooter I, I truly believe Scooter was just a pawn in this did he was he excited to buy it and was he excited to th- throw it in her face probably because i mean he did do that tweet but other than that i don't know that he he did anything else i don't think he scot out you know sought out you know and was like ooh, bruschetta i mean maybe he did i mean if he did that then that's really bad but i don't think he did that i think he just had the opportunity to purchase it and he purchased it so don't be mad at him yeah i think everybody's focusing on the person that now owns it i would mm-hmm. be per- more upset at the person who sold it without giving her the opportunity to purchase it that's the biggest problem you sold it to somebody without giving her the opportunity to purchase it first so do you think and if she would have turned that down then then it's whatever new point yeah um do you think artists at a certain point in their career maybe after the labels recouped all the costs that they've had on them or they've reached some type of deal do you think all artists should have the opportunity to purchase their masters no no now if the label is going to sell the masters then they i think they should have a first right of refusal i love that that's but if the I, but if the label like saying like Sony Music or Republic wants to, or you know Universal mm-hmm. Music Publishing or whatever mu- you know Universal is keeping it, then it's theirs. But if they're going to then sell it, I think the artist should have the first right of refusal. I think that's a great solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but again, um, write it in your contract. So moving forward, how do you think this is going to affect the industry as a whole? And not at all. Not at all. Not at all. It happens all the time. All right. And Swifty, stop sending poop. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Anything else? No, this, I think we pretty much covered it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Till next week, guys. And then we'll actually have some music for you. All right. Talk to you later. Right now, there is a lot to consider when selling a home. Home equity is high, housing inventory is down, and interest rates are at an all-time low. But will the uncertainty of current world news drag down the home market? You need answers, and that's why you should call the area's real estate authorities. Sarah and Debbie Reynolds, the Reynolds team with Keller Williams Realty. Just one five-minute call with the Reynolds team will empower you to learn and get options on what will work best for your situation. The Reynolds team have a proven and trusted track record spanning 30 years. Yes, the Wall Street Journal named Sarah and Debbie one of the top real estate teams in the country. Yes, they get their sellers top dollar. And yes, the Reynolds team will guarantee to sell your home at list price, or they'll pay the difference. Don't risk losing your home's equity. Get your questions answered by real estate experts. The Reynolds team at 800-930-1197. 800-930-1197 and online at DebbieHasTheBuyers.com.